Your show. Is my show. I'm America. That's James. Aloha. This is City Wave Cinema, and we watched Flushed Away, and that was almost a perfect intro. This close. (laughs) Just tripped it up right there at the end. Uh, Um... Yeah, I have a lot to say, not particularly about this movie. Um, this may be the first ever one-part episode in City Wave Cinema history, but um, I really hope not, because that's going to throw off our count for like the rest of time, so I'm going to do my best to make it two parts. I'm sure we could find another way to get a single episode of sorts out. I'm sure we could do that. Yeah, maybe. Um. First thing I'm going to start off by saying is, uh, what's the name of the studio, James, that does the things? Oh, it's fucking... Not DreamWorks. No, it's Artem... Art... Mix Art... Wallace and Gromit, Chicken Run. I don't need this much shit on my screen. Oh my god. If uh... you uh, make the YouTube video go like that, it's not going to play after some time. I don't... I don't know. Oh, the... uh, Ardman. Ardman. The Ardman Studio. Mm-hmm. Um, they... I don't like their movies. I'm going to be real honest about that. I do not like their movies. Um, I mean, that's fair. Certain studios I just don't fuck with either. Like Tim Burton? Yeah. Yeah, see, uh, this stop motion animation makes me upset in a lot of ways. And this one's not even stop motion. They just changed their entire formula for this movie for reasons, but they kept the same type of style of like character design. I'd like to know why you're so bothered by Ardman's design work. Their teeth, their eyes, the fact that no matter what they do, they're always smiling. That's not true. Uh Uh-huh. No, look at this frog. He's not smiling. He is grimacing, clearly. Yeah, but the ones that are more humanoid, like the rats or Wallace and Gromit, or the chickens in Chicken Run. It's they have too many teeth. Okay. Um but the, yeah, so I don't like the animation style. Um that's really the main reason I don't like their studio's work. And their stories are really weird and dumb. I hated Chicken Run. I hate that movie. It gave me some deep-seated trauma. In my childhood that I'm not... I've never recovered from. I don't like that movie. And I heard they're making a second one. Yeah, it's a new one. Dawn of the the Nugget. On the list of things no one requested. It's currently doing quite well on IMDb. It's already out? I think so. Chicken Run 2? The second Chicken Run? Uh, No, it's coming soon. Releasing December 15th. But there's uh, reviews out already. This December? Yeah, it's coming out... Like next week. Uh, no, no, just no. So much no. Um, it's a decent premise, honestly. Bella Ramsey's in it. I don't care. That was the other thing. James was like, "This is a star-studded movie," and I was like, "That doesn't make it good." Listen, actors got to make money, and sometimes you got to take the shitty gigs. This I don't. A- I don't think Hugh Jackman or Kate Winslet needed to take this gig, but they did anyway because it's funny. It's a funny movie not you laughed at least three times Ooh! i counted i also counted because i didn't expect you to laugh at all honestly it's a dreamworks movie listen dreamworks comedy tickles my bone shrek exists like that's 
enough. But as far as like DreamWorks movies, and I will place this one slightly above Shark Tale. Slightly. All right. Well, go through your notes. Let's see what you what you have to say. This movie takes place in England, which is a country that I would rather live in. Um, <laughs> rather live in the UK, honestly. There's England is not the same as the UK. I'd rather live in England. Gross. Um, All I, right. I, yeah. So it takes place in England, and we open up with a family getting ready to go on holiday, and a little girl prepping her rat mouse. It's a mouse. He's is he a mouse or a He's rat? He's a rat. But she ca- a rat. He calls. She calls him a mouse. Or he calls himself a mouse. No. Uh huh. In the beginning of the movie. No. Yes. No, he's a rat. Okay, I understand that he is canonically a rat, but someone, either himself or her, refers to himself as a mouse. He says the line quiet as a mouse when he zips his mouth and then lands on the air horn later. It's way before that. It's in the house. Like, it's in the first scene because I. I'm. I asked a question. That's not real. I'm gonna go look it up after we finish this. It's gonna, if we get to two episodes, it'll be on the break and we'll come back like it's fucking Night's Tale all over again. He says, whether he is or not, he says he's a mouse or the little girl refers to him as a mouse. Mm -hmm. Let's say for the sake of argument, you're correct. (laughs) I am. Okay, but you're not. But let's say you are. Do you remember how adamant you were about Night's Tale? I feel the same way right now. Yeah, but I was actually correct. Mm, Okay. Anyways, she's getting her pet, Rodent, ready for their... Well, his name is Roddy. I... I'm giving you all the fluff in the world. (laughs) You're just raising my blood pressure is what you're doing. Um... (laughs) Anyways, she's getting her pet ready for their holiday, and all I have to say is no one could really animate people in 3D animation for quite some time. When did this movie come out? Six. came out after yeah. Shrek 2. 2006. And did you notice how they only did one really, like, season where there were, like, main characters that were... He- well, I guess no, because there's the king and the prince charming. And Okay, what happened to act Shrek 2 and we had decent-looking humans? DreamWorks didn't animate this. They could have. Ardman animated this. Well, they should have asked DreamWorks for help with humans because their humans look like the dolls in the dollhouse that Rodney plays with. Roddy. Roddy. Dude, I swear, you're going to get the names. You might even remember, like, what they say in their lines. Like that he's a mouse? <laughs> yeah, that's preposterous. But anyway, I don't know what it is about people, but people have a hard time making them 3D. We just now really started to get it down, like, with, like, in the last generation. But I was thinking about, if you would have told me that this movie came out around the same time that uh, Toy Story did, the first one, I'd believe you, because that's how rough the human animation was. It was just scary to look at. Um, Then we get all of the Easter eggs. There's Easter eggs in this entire movie, but a big plethora of them are in the this opening apartment Roddy takes Manhattan scene um, or takes Kingsington, I guess. Kensington. Kensington. I'm going to know all the names. Yeah, you will. Eventually. (laughs) 
Just keep saying them over and over. You'll get there. Listen, I fell asleep during the movie, okay? Yeah, we know. Um, <laughs> wasn't a good movie. But, uh, yeah, all of the Easter eggs, we see, like, Alex the lion. We see a dragon from what we assume is Shrek. There's gnomes from Gnomeo and Juliet. They literally just threw every other good DreamWorks movie at the wall. Was Gnomeo and Juliet out yet? Even if not, they probably were planning on Gnomeo and Juliet. Kind of like oh, how... Oh, Lord. Gnomeo and Juliet was five years later. It's kind of like how Pixar puts, like, their next character in their... Right. Like, previous movie. Or the next movies in, like, the movie that you're... I don't know how to phrase that. Anyways. Sh shut up, James. Um... Roddy changes all the clothes as he's going through his uh day. He's in a golf outfit. He's in a beach outfit. James is going to make a noise during our recording because he wants to eat some gummies. I'm not making any noise at the moment. You're about to. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this so quietly. Are you going to carry on with the show or are you just going <laughs> to sit there? I was just waiting for you to make noise. Um... He also changes into a movie premiere outfit. There's a lot of costume changes for Roddy. It's a whole ass tuxedo. It is a whole ass tuxedo that he then goes to sleep in for reasons. Yeah, that's a... I don't know. I don't know. Felt contrived. In this movie where rats talk and have an underground society. They just wanted him to be in his fancy clothes for when he gets flushed down the toilet, and they didn't really have a good way to keep him in his fancy clothes. They're just like, he just doesn't change. Right. They were like, we're going to keep this right here. Um, then we get to the part where we meet Sid, although I don't think we find out his name until... We find out his name at the end of the movie. Yeah, I don't think we find out his name till the end of the movie. There's just this Awful. offensively British... Which is the only way I can phrase that <laughs> offensively British rat who yeah. comes up through the kitchen drain pipe and crashes into the apartment. And in this scene where we uh, get this first interaction between Roddy and Sid, there is food out everywhere. Oh and my if you God, recall, so much food. Uh, the family was getting ready to go on holiday. Now, for those of us who are not. In England, or us actually, Americans. for those of us who are just Americans, uh, people go on holiday, which is like an extended vacation because they can do that because they get better PTO over there. Um, but they go on holiday. And so we know they're going to be go gone for like multiple days at the very minimal. And they left out sausages. They left out a cake. None of this food is covered. Uh, there's just a whole like, um, I forget what the roll is called. But there's like a rolled cake. It's a British dessert. It's like a Swiss roll, but much better. Yeah. I They just made one on Holiday Baking Championship, and I can't for the life of me remember what it's fucking called. Um, but they leave out the rolled cake. There's just food out everywhere that Roddy partakes in, or that uh, Sid partakes in eating in. But I'm just, I if you're going on holiday. Don't leave that much shit out. Don't leave food out. That's how you get rodents, actually. Right? This is how you get ants. Um, That's a joke from Archer. <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah, no, it was just like actually upsetting. I was just like, why is there food out? Why would you just not clean up? Why? Why? Um, so that was 
actually the first upsetting thing to me in this movies. And then in this movies. Dude, you're struggling. I, yeah. In this movie. Um, and then we get a burping joke because even though it's DreamWorks. It's even though this is by a different studio, technically, this is still a DreamWorks film, so we gotta roll the hits. Um Don't worry, there's a poop joke later. There's so many there's so many like potty humor jokes because it is. It's a DreamWorks movie, and DreamWorks really only knows how to do like one type of joke and make one type of movie, mm-hmm. and then the Prince of Egypt, and that's like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the only things. Um then they do another joke in this whole interaction between Sid and Roddy, which is uh there's this joke where it's like, Do you like seafood? And someone has food in their mouth and they're like, yeah. eh, and seafood. I hate that joke. I have hated that joke my entire life. It's disgusting. I don't like it. I don't like it animated. I don't like it in real life. I really needed to just don't stop telling that joke. Don't teach it to the next generation. Don't teach it to Gen Alpha. Just let it die. No one needs to do it anymore. It's gross. So we've got some strong feelings about the food jokes. I, I really hate that joke. It makes me, like, in all my neurodivergency self, my entire spine is upset every time that joke happens. And I want to die. Like, in so many ways. Um. Oh, boy. How many toes do rats have? Uh, I'll Google that immediately. Okay. Because I pointed out that there was three. Because there is, they have three toes on in their hands and their feet. And I just, um, I really, it looked weird. Five. Yeah, okay. I was like, it looked weird to my brain, but I couldn't, I don't actually know rat anatomy. So I just needed to know for sure that it was weird to my now, brain. Now, their front paws should have four. They do have four because they have a thumb their and three fingers. have five. Oh, like real rats? Yes, like real okay. rats. So like real rats have four and then five on the four back? Four and then five on the back, yeah. Okay, well, the front fingers, which is on par for animation, making five That's digits is hard. It's a lot. Hardly any animated characters have five digits, and that's just how it is. Um, but the feet looked really disturbing, and I couldn't tell why. And I just that's why needed... they're in shoes most of the time, because you know what doesn't look disturbing? Shoes. It was, oh... What did I just... Oh, Santa's feet. We just... I was... We were just talking about how you've never seen Santa's feet. And it was alarming and disturbing to see. And that's the same vein. Maybe we, everyone just wear shoes. No one... Unless, unless you come in my house. Yeah, I don't like shoes in my house. But also... America wants to look at your feet. No, I don't. I don't want to look... You want to see everybody who comes to your feet. No, I'm, I'm not a member of feetpicks.com. I... <laughs> You're not a subscribing member? No. Aries, that is not the fucking toy right now, dude. Um. It eventually turns out that Sid wants to take over uh, the apartment and kick Roddy out. And so he, Roddy tries to trick Sid and then Sid just shoves Roddy into the toilet. Mm-hmm. And why do bad things always happen to good people? That's what I want to know. Because I don't feel like Roddy deserved this. He was just living his life. He was just... He wasn't hurting anybody. He was just having the best time that he could have in his little apartment. And then this asshole comes in and fucks everything up. And I don't understand 
why bad things happen to good people. It'd be different if he was, like, trash, but he's not. He's just living his little rat-slash-mouse life in the apartment. And then gets shoved in a toilet and flushed away to who Roll credits. knows... Fuck you. To who knows... <laughs> who knows where. Um, <laughs> and then we get another DreamWorks joke as Roddy goes down into the sewers and he tries to hold on to something because he quote-unquote can't swim. Um, and he grabs what very clearly looks like a turd, but DreamWorks said we can't go that far. And so it's a candy bar that just looks like a turd, which is... I mean, if you're going to do the joke, just full send on the joke. Um, and then Roddy washes up in a recreation of London. Mm-hmm. Sort of like in, a London town square, almost. In Ratburg. Well, it's in the sewers. Yeah, the rats made a recreation of London. And one of the first people he encounters is a interpretation of Americans, which is about as offensive as you could think it is. I mean, they're not wrong, though. Have you seen Americans go to England? It's awful. It, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they're wrong, but I'm just saying... You just don't know how to do football here! Is that animation company... Hardman? Like, yeah. Are they British? Let's find out. Because they are racist against a lot of different nationalities, and I just need to know if they're actually British, because that... Yes. Yeah. Okay, because they were like, there was a lot of racism against French people... <laughs> and a lot of racism yeah, against was. Americans, and I just needed to oh clarify who was making this movie. Because if we made that movie, like, if the Americans made that movie, that's awful. Like, we should not... That... First of all, it'd make more sense, but also, it, it would just... M- another freaking mark in the book of why Americans are awful, but... We meme, we meme the French in a lot of ways, but we don't meme the French nearly as bad. As the English meme the French. It, yeah, it tracks. Like, I was thinking it during it. I was like, this is a lot of, like, French humor. Not, like, this is a lot of English humor about France that I just don't see really anywhere. It reminded me of Monty Python. Monty Python does that, too. Yup. And I was just like, wow, we really uh leaning into the French jokes. They, they dip their toe into some American caricatures but they really leaned into the french ones so i was just curious if they were actually british yes they are straight out of bristol (laughs) um roddy stumbles his way meeting many characters that have no really particular importance to the story at all um through this town until he meets a cliche fisherman pig leg eye patch yellow raincoat hook all the things that you think of when you think of that creepy fisherman in a movie, that, um, who basically tells him that there is a person who has a boat that can get him to the surface and where to find that person. And so Roddy goes off to find this captain and in doing so, they made a stupid joke and I didn't like this joke it was basically you know like how like when you when someone remembers something in a movie it like echoes in the back of their brain and they actually just made the guy stand next to him with a bottle making it echo don't laugh it's It's not funny it's a funny gag because it subverts expectations it's a total trope to do that that spooky little echo in the background 
And to have that spooky little echo be totally disarmed by having it I guess, be seen and enacted by a dumb character. But that happens so much. That particular gag happens frequently to now that's my expectation. What gag? Seeing the person do yes. the echo? Yes. I, I've, I've seen that like maybe twice ever. I've seen it so many times in, in animated away, movies. And uh, maybe... <laughs> that's basically... Yeah. It, same... Same fucking, like, now it's my expectation that there is, like, some, alt, like, person standing next to them going, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da. can't have anything, can you? I, no. <laughs> Do, make new shit. Write new shit. Stop playing the same joke. Stop playing the same story. Over and over and over again looking at you, Disney. Disney didn't even have a hand in this. You're just no. taking shots at everybody. What is this, South Park episode? Get it together. I'm taking shots at Disney for just telling the same story on a fucking loop at this point. We watched Anastasia, also not a Disney movie. Yeah, and that was at least an original fucking story. Yeah, Insta but it was pretty ass. It was a good movie. Mm -mm -mm. Anyways. Um, they He gets on this captain's boat. Yep. And is very socially inept in all the ways, which makes sense because he's actually never really had social interaction. So, like, it all tracks. Um, Even uh, there's two levels to it because you're right. He's not done social interactions with anyone that isn't a human. And he's, he's also just a perfect example of uh, class differential. Yeah, no, he's a snotty rich boy in a... Poor part of town yep. and doesn't really know how to act. And doesn't he, know anything. He also just doesn't have any tact or grace whatsoever. Not even a little. Um, So he's trying to talk to the captain and the captain's trying to hide. So she tells him to basically shut up and stay quiet. And he is so much lack of grace that when she tells him to shut up, he immediately goes, why? Like, bro. And there was urgency to her voice. You got to get the fuck over it. And so he eventually does like stay quiet for a whole minute and she pulls down the world's worst disguise over her boat, which is just this tarped painting of a brick wall that doesn't cover her entire boat. And legitimately the worst disguise I've ever seen. Um, and then... He ends up leaning on a rope, which pulls the horn, which breaks the disguise, which gives away their location. He also trips and falls about a thousand times. And does it's kind of funny. He doesn't seem to have any issues moving around when he's in the house in Kensington. As soon as he gets to the sewers, he doesn't know how to move. He like forgets how to walk, how to exist, what hot things are. Yep, doesn't know a goddamn thing. Which I mean, it's there's the a whole, certain level of trauma, but it's also the whole he's like a rat. fish out of water story. Like that's just what they're playing with. Is mm. he's just not. This isn't his environment. Um, I wrote this movie can almost be funny, but I have no idea why. It was maybe one of the first, like the first time I laughed at anything. Mm. Um, but they get caught by the rats who are looking for a ruby yes. that Rita. Good job. I knew you'd get there. <laughs> that Rita stole. Yep. Um, to save her family. Yep. 
and Rita shoves Roddy under the bus, and then Roddy shoves Rita under the bus, and then they both end up exposing where the ruby is, and then both end up getting taken to the toad. The toad, anyways. Gandalf the toad. He is Gandalf the toad. Sir um, Actual Ian McKellen plays the villain of the movie, which is hilarious. And they get taken to him for reasons. And because they have the ruby, I don't know why they don't just fucking leave him there. But they all go. Got to punish a criminal. Um, they all go up there and he gives them a tour of his weird British paraphernalia collection. Um, and he thinks Roddy is a man of class because he's from Kensington? He's from Kensington. Dude, did you watch the movie? Kensington? Oh my god. <laughs> um, I, I watched most of it. I fell asleep during one chase scene. Um. Which is coming up. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the, he shows him his collection. He's like, oh, you'll appreciate all my nice stuff because... You're a man of class, and Roddy almost gets away with schmoozing this man and getting his ass off the line, and then he calls the collection amusing, and then he breaks the entire collection, and then he gets shoved in a freezer with Rita, and they almost get uh, liquid nitrogen to death. Except it's, it's not quick death. Freeze. Except it's not death because they do it to the rats, and the rats are fine. They have, they have to thaw off, but they're fine. Um, so yes, they do a quick switcheroo in the freezer, and it ends up that the rat henchmen get frozen, and they make an escape by stealing a cable and ziplining down away from the control center for the flood box, which is where the toad lives. This is all important information for later. Um, Quote-unquote on the important. Huge air quotes. Uh... <laughs> All I have to say about Roddy is he has horrible luck, um, and I feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. And they also uh, did one good joke in that scene, and other people would disagree with me, but uh, I thought there's this one point when the frog eats a fly. They go through like several minutes of movie, and then the fly pops out and like. Spout, he's a madman. Yeah, spouts crazy words, and then the toad sucks sorry. him back in, and he says, uh, "Sorry, my fly was undone." And that's I thought that was a clever joke. You thought that was a clever joke? Out of all of the jokes in the movie, you thought that was the clever joke? It was punny. It was a double entendre. Oh, I forgot. You're a sadist who likes puns. I like. You're a puns. disgusting individual. It was punny. Oh, that's so bad. He, the, oh, it was, oh, I'm disgusted. I don't even want to be on the show anymore. That's so fucking. Oh. It was the phrase of like his fly was undone, but the fly was mentally undone. It was funny. It's scraping the bottom of the barrel of jokes. No, the burp joke is scraping the bottom of the barrel of jokes. The turd that's a candy bar is scraping the bottom of the barrel of jokes. No one's denying that. I'm just also saying that your joke that you think is good is as good as all the other ones. Puns require another level of intellectual humor. Okay, so I need you to say this out loud with a straight face. Okay. The people who wrote the movie can and do intentionally access another level of humor. 
that's a very long sentence, but I will say you're correct. They have the ability. Do they use it? No. I mean, they clearly just did. They put one in there they, just for you. They should do it more. To brain tease the adults. They should do it more. No. It, no. You want to know what? The, the audience of the movie is not the adults. You want to know that another example of this in a stupid DreamWorks movie? <laughs> okay. But it's the same level of just punny funny is uh, in the Penguins of Madagascar. Terrific there, film. There's a... No. <laughs> we watched it enough times. No. I never want to see it again. There's a whole scene with the octopus. Yeah. Who he goes around and goes, Nick, cage them. And just goes like repeatedly through like many different actors and saying it just in like a sentence phrase. But you know that he's he was like, Nicholas, cage them. And then like all of that, that is a really funny movie, like or really funny scene in that movie. The horror, it's a subpar movie. It's so dumb it's and bad. It's better than Madagascar 3. And crowd service because people loved the fucking penguins. It's better than Madagascar 2. And that scene is just really funny. It just nonstop rolls through it. No pausing, great comedic timing in a blink and you'll miss it moment that only the parents would get because no, the kids aren't going to know all these old actor names, especially not now. It's it's a really punny scene, and right. I enjoyed it. So flushed away. So flushed away. Um, has some good puns. There are some good pun times in flushed away. That is one of them. Um, we end up somehow through a series of chaotic falls and scrambles back on this bitch's boat. Back to the Jamie Dodger, baby. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> they escaped the henchmen. <laughs> they do. There's a whole chase scene. And when I tell you I slept through the entire chase scene and nothing really changed. That, yeah. It, it was, was fine. It was just nice stuff for your eyes, but you already hate the animation, so. Um, And then Rita and uh, Ro Roddy. Mm -hmm. I don't know where it almost went, but I almost lost it. Rita and Roddy. Uh, make a deal that she will get him to the surface and he will get her real ruby because the ruby that she stole again she's got the cable and the ruby now the ruby that she stole again is not a real ruby it's glass and he shows her this by shattering it like a dipshit um tact not in his repertoire he's like no look it's fake fair but also maybe also I'm pretty sure you can smash a ruby <laughs> Not easily like that. Oh, sure. You'd probably have to work at it, but pretty sure you can. He does say that at the end of the movie, like, look, it doesn't break. And I'm like, okay, that's, it's not breakable. Like, he says it's not breakable. And I was like, that's not true about rubies, but sure. Um, a diamond could cut a ruby, for example. But anyways. Uh, and there's a couple things that happen during this deal scene. One, we use an old style technology of a phone that I just needed to call out because I the movie dates itself by using a flip phone. These flip phones and phones with number pads and I it's been a minute since I've seen one. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm almost more used to seeing like like uh 
Landlines, that's the term. Wow. You got there. Landlines and then I am to seeing like flip phones in movies. Uh and so they make their deal by spitting doing the hand spit thing where you like spit on your hand and shake hands. I'm this goes with the whole seafood thing. I hate it. I've always hated that. I I've never understood it. Why is that a thing? When did that start? Playgrounds. Who, who decided that spitting on your hand and shaking hands is the way to seal a deal because it's gross? Elementary schoolers. It's gross. That's how you spread germs. That's how you get COVID. How many elementary schoolers do you know that are not gross? A lot. That's a lie. Toddlers. Toddlers are gross, but a lot of elementary schooler kids are not gross. And it, I don't think it started in elementary school. I think that's wrong. And I don't know where it started, but it's gross. And we I'm not stop. Googling that one. That's too much. Um, I, it's, it goes along that same lines of I always thought it was disgusting and we should definitely stop that and not teach that to the younger generation. Just let it die. <laughs> We're not going to bring it up. We're not going to talk about it. It's over. It's done. I'd rather do a blood pact. And that's how you get blood disease. Anyways. <laughs> The toad starts to uh, calls in for help from his cousin. This is from where we France. Le Frog. Yeah, Le Frog. This is where we get a lot of the French. Um, some French memory. Yeah. <laughs> some racism against the French. Um, and he reveals his big plan and why he needs the cable back is because he wants to kill all the rats. And. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't like living in in the underground, so he wants to kill all the rats. So he could have it to himself. But he doesn't like living there. Like, he goes on this whole speech of, like, how he used to live in the light, and the, he's in this dreadful place where there's yes. no light and no limit. Yes. And I was like, how does the dead rat solve your miserable life problem? You're still going to be in this hellscape of an underground. Well, later at the end of the movie, he says that he wants to repopulate the space with his children. Can we talk about after how... After unveiling them. Can we talk about how horrible that would be? Can you imagine living in a town where the only company you have is your 10 or your 1,000 children? And they're all just tiny evil frogs? Who all want things from you all the time? Puppies and the like. Mm-mm-mm. This is the stupidest villain plan that has ever existed. That's not a good one. That's for dang on sure. And it doesn't make a lot of sense because no. what he really would like is to be back up there. He's mad that he got sent down here in the first place. He reads a whole fucking book. He has a memoir about it. And yet he is his plan is to kill all the rats and then continue living down there. Why? Why not just go... Back. Clearly, there are ways to get up there. Rita knows how. Why don't we just kidnap Rita and make her take us up there? That seems like a better villain plan. <sighs> All right. I have one last question to okay. wrap up this part because it did go actually is going to hit time and I didn't think it would. Does the. Okay, there's this whole ongoing gag about it when you're falling into the water, you keep your legs straight. Mm hmm. And I've never actually seen this movie, but I remember that scene from the trailer. And it's something that is stuck in my head for my entire life. That if Keep I'm, your legs straight when you hit the water. Yeah, if I'm ever falling into water, I should keep my legs straight. And I've kept that in my head, like, literally, legitimately as a way to survive. And is that a real thing? Like, yes. Okay, that will save you? I don't know if it'll save you, but it'll make it so that 
if if your if your shit's bent, right? Like if your legs are bent when you impact the water, mm -hmm. the displacement of just your flat feet is not going to be enough. You need to point your the important thing is to point your toes. Because if your feet hit flat and your knees are bent and you can't insta-lock your muscles to stop your knees, you're going to hit your face with your knees at the speed of sound and probably kill yourself. I thought it was more because, like, you'll go through the water versus, like, if you hit with any other portion instead of, like, going through it, you're going to, like... It's going to be like almost hitting cement because you're just going to crash into well, the Well, it's going to be like hitting cement with your toes anyways. But it, yeah, I mean, if you watch Olympic divers, they never <laughs> ever go in folded in any way. They don't go in with bent legs if they're going in feet first at their dive. They always, always point and keep their legs straight. But even then, it's from the trailer from a bad guy henchman. And so it, the logic starts as flawed from a flawed character. I know, but it, for some reason, it's always just made like I like I said, I've, I've locked it in my brain as this like piece of survival information where I'm like, well, fuck, if I'm ever falling in water, I need to keep my legs straight. Now, do you also bob? No. Okay. If you go in straight legs, you are a torpedo being launched directly into water. So you're going to go down and, and then, then you got to swim up. off in a direction. And then you'll float back to the surface. Okay, but or you could just like swim, just swim up. Yeah. Okay. You don't just go down and then get rubber banded back to the surface. That's and then a silly bob thing. There like a. Yeah, like the rats do in this yeah, movie. Yes. No, that doesn't happen in real life. Okay. This is an animated movie for children. Well, okay, but I I've learned a lot of my things from animated movies for children, <laughs> and I just needed to clarify whether how much of this was true or if it was true, at all. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> wrap it up. Okay, that's... We'll, we'll get a second episode out of this, because we're not even to the end of the movie yet. No, but I, I... I mean, I could go, like, a couple more notes, but that was really... I, I needed to clarify whether the water thing was a real-life thing. Um, I'm gonna... I'll wrap up right here. So we end up going to Rita's house. We go to Rita's house before the French get called, and we go to Rita's house as soon no. as they escape. Yes, because no. I read the synopsis. You're wrong, because... The synopsis is wrong again. Yeah, no, this is not true because he calls his brother. They don't, there's not a lot of the French jokes when he first calls his brother, but he, or his cousin, technically his cousin from it's France. Cousin. Um, but we do go to Rita's house because I have a note about Rita's house that says this house is entirely too chaotic. I, Rita's house makes my neurodivergent brain upset in a different way than the rest of this movie makes my neurodivergent brain upset. And that is, <laughs> there is entirely too many people in entirely too small of a space and they are all talking and moving at the same time. And then the house also moves. Yes. And that is too much. That is too much of a time for anyone to have. I literally like started getting anxiety looking at that house and imagining being in that house. And like some people like like Rod Roddy. Like, some people go in there and they're like, oh, it's charming. Look, they all love each other and it's so sweet and they're all family and it's a great time. Everyone's just having a splendid, great time. And you want to know what? It's not It's not a great time. You can't... I, I need space. I need a place that's just mine. I need everyone to go away. Not a good time. There has to be at least one fam member of that family who has anxiety and doesn't want to fucking be there. Also, my other note 
about Rita and her family is this is what people think homeschool families are like. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> There's just a bunch of fucking children running around and none of them have really good social skills and, and sometimes they're all just they chase chattering you away. And they just shout over each other. Yes. It's insane. Like that is if you could if you would have asked me many years ago before I met my lovely husband who is homeschooled. Um, if you'd asked me many years ago to describe in my head what a homeschool family looked like, that's, that's, that's what it looks like. A hundred percent. Jesus Christ. Just many children, chaos everywhere, no structure, and just chaos incarnate. Just a bunch of chaos Muppets all running around. And they all, all teach themselves things like, uh, electricity. And things. So, yeah. They call me Shocky. Um, that's where we'll leave it, is I needed to know if the leg thing was real and homeschool families. We will be back for part two.